We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. I'm Adam Zdrug, joined by Ryan Belangi. We're talking Tuesday's Champions League slate. And the big thing here is that the Rangers-Napoli match is, has been moved back 24 hours, even though as we put together lineups at DraftKings, that game is still in there. So we believe that they're just not going to count it because even though it's in there, uh, is that correct, Ryan? Is that, is that the I think, yeah, I here? think they'll just leave the same prices and, you know, market red for, you know, postponed or canceled or, or whatever. So, yeah, mm-hmm. probably just talk about the other five games and I'd assume these prices stay the same. Right. So when you put together your lineup before lineups come out, I uh, just mark. I just mark the five matches and uh, just ignore the other one because you're not going to get points from those guys. So don't even look at them. I mean, I they will be in red for sure. So I mean, yeah. don't worry. But at, at some point, they'll be. Yeah, red. at some we point. At some point. We don't know when, but I think that was actually marked off yesterday that the match is pushing back. I don't know where I saw that, but so that that makes this slate even more interesting than we originally was going to be. As we can look on a cheat sheet here, Porto are the biggest favorite against Bruges and their implied goal total is at two 66% win percent. Liverpool are next up. They're home against IX. And then the biggest match of the day, uh, just in terms of the teams, Bayern Munich home against Barcelona. That The implied goal total in that Bayern Munich Barcelona match, 3.56 in the applied total in the Liverpool match, 3.5. But we have a lot. This is, there's, I don't know, there's a lot of ways to go here. I don't think there's really a, a slam, like, cash lineup to, to even consider here, but we'll, we'll get into that. But I guess what are your just opening thoughts here on this slate? Like, what what's the first thing that you're going to look at when, when looking at these these five matches here? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tough slate, uh, for cash games. We were talking yesterday, uh, and I thought you, I thought you were maybe going to say that this was an easy one. You kind of hinted that this one was easier, easier than the other one. So I was, I was excited to maybe learn, learn from you about this, (laughs) but no, it's, uh, for, for tournaments, those, those games with the three and a half totals, I mean, so Bayern and Barca, 
they've had some wild games in the past. Liverpool and Napoli, that was a wild game uh, last week. And, you know, these two teams have a history, too. So those those games make sense for tournaments because, you know, you can see three to three, you know, games games like that there. Um, for cash games, cash games is tough. Uh, forward's going to be interesting because, at least for me, just uh, I've briefly looked at looked at it and no one really jumps out and then midfield uh there are a lot of options uh different options in different price ranges and but also like not really one that you're just like oh man i have to play that guy so like midfield's interesting too um where i think it becomes a little easier is defender um I think you for sure just play Alexander Arnold and Simikas in cash games. There's no reason not to. And like anyone not doing that, like you're just already behind because yeah, you're just, there's, there's, there's no other priorities really. And you have cheap options at midfield uh, that we'll talk about. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the starting point for me. What about you? That, that sounds about right. It's exactly what I was thinking uh, when I, you know, put together my first lineup. That's it's kind of what it came down to is, you know, you get the defenders, you got this wide range in the midfield, and it's like, who do you want as a forward? And so this isn't this is not your this is not last week's Lewandowski slate. He's eleven point nine k at Bayern Munich, and he's only minus one hundred five to score. He has worse odds to score than Salah, who is nine k. Uh, so that's that's quite a big difference here. Uh, I, it's kind of I don't know. When was the last time we saw like a 12k player as an underdog with just even right, yeah. score? Like that's not kinda... often, not often, and it it shows you that this is like kind of a different Champions League slate than normal because normally we have a lot of guys with nice goal scoring mm-hmm. odds. Here, there's there's really you know the Salah, Salah, the Liverpool guys are, you know, about even money to score, but that's, that's it really. And that's nothing crazy. Um, Lewandowski, yeah, he's way too expensive, you know, obviously for those goal odds and, you know, he doesn't have a floor, but I mean, if you want to play him in tournaments, I guess a revenge game of sorts. Yeah. This is basically a, a premier league slate. Just when you consider the goal odds, when you consider like some of these teams here, I mean, it almost feels like this Porto Bruges match. This is like, I don't know, Brighton home against someone where like Brighton are the biggest favorite on a Premier League slate or something like that. And then you have you have maybe Manchester City going against Tottenham or I'm just naming two random teams here, but you know, in this Bayern Barcelona match. So a little different compared to even what just what we saw last week in Champions League. So this I it's probably gonna play a little different, but in forwards here. Lewandowski, no, 10.9K. Tadic, no, I, I assume no at eleven at 11K. But do you consider Dembele here? Uh, for cash games, 10.4K. Is that still too much here at Bayern Munich? Yeah, it seems like a little too much, right? And uh, Rafinha is probably going to start too, we think, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's it could really go any way. Uh, I, mean, I would we, think so. I mean, we that, saw that'd be, last that'd be week, my guess. Mm, Chavi rotated. Like he put Fati in, he put Frank Kessie in because you know they were going against Victoria, right? Uh, so like 
now this is against Bayern Munich. He's going to want pretty much his A squad right. in there. And that, you know, includes like Busquets and uh, Rafinha. So, yeah, I mean, I really like Dembele as a player and like him as a, a fantasy player too, but you never really, you know, you're never really dying to play anyone for 10,400 uh, away to Bayern. So, you know, I'm not really looking there for, for cash games. If um, they both started, would you consider Rafinha at 7.6? Yeah, I think you, I think you could. Yeah, like, yeah, why not? Uh, I guess we'll go through forward here, but there, there isn't much. I mean, where would you start at, at forward for cash games? I mean, who are you trying to, to, to roster? Because, you know, pricing is pretty favorable on the slate for the most part, but then there's there's also some kind of hilarious pricing that, you know, guys are, are too way too expensive, but you can you can roster an expensive forward if you want to, it seems like. Mm-hmm. There are, like, interesting ideas uh like if you're still going against liverpool like you still got bergheis in here at 8100 i mean that's not no but i you're right he's 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 no he's in play though i mean look he's 2900 cheaper than Tadich. right and that game that game should be a pretty good environment i mean liverpool are kind of in shambles right now you know i'm not really expecting them to just dominate ajax so Berghaus splitting the sets and, you know, he has upside too. That's, that, that's an option, you know. I would, um, yeah, we had, uh, I mean, we say that Liverpool is in shambles. Like I know they just had that Napoli match, you know, they get the weekend off. It seems like Tiago is ready to start again. They're getting I know, guys I know. they're still Liverpool. They're still Liverpool. Right, right. I mean, that's, that's just the general take in media. It's like, okay, they just got smashed by napoli whatever and you know they're struggling in in uh in league play and then they came out and beat bournemouth nine nil uh so but yeah i mean yeah um you know with forward it's it's really dependent on what you're going to do at midfield i mean not to like jump around but just to say like kimmich is 10k um which is he, which is, yeah, he's too much though, that, but, but, but you can roster him if you want. So like, that's the decision you want to make and it'll affect what you do at forward. Uh, I guess, I don't know. Like, so do, where, where do you want to go at forward is like, where's your starting point? Do any, any of these guys stand out for you? That's the problem. Where do we want to go? Uh, no one, no one really stands out. If I'm being honest, it's okay. Just... I think I'll say like, you know, depending on construction, I think Sane would be okay. Um, and like Salah would be okay in this range. Like those are the, the only two I would consider. Um, just in the high range. Here, just okay. in the high range. Yeah, just in the high range. Um, and then going down, like you mentioned, Berghuis, like he, he's okay. Rafinha would be okay. You know, that's a nice price for Rafinha. Obviously not a great matchup, but but not like a matchup that you just can't target either. So um, that's okay. It's um, not like Bayern are like cruising through league. Right. And, you know, Bayern, Bayern give up chances too. And this is like one of those games that, I don't know, like it's, it's a big game for both clubs and, you know, it could, it should be back and forth. I mean, Barca should be up for this. They were embarrassed by Bayern a few times. Not to mention we get the Lewandowski, you know. Right, right. I mean, this is like a big match. Like, when in doubt, 
like you kind of like I I want to play players in the big matches that I know are going to play the you know like right. Um, so yeah, anyways, this is a good spot for Porto, um, home against Bruges. Um, normally don't like to target Porto. You know they they don't score many goals and they're tough for for DFS. I do like this spot though. I like targeting Bruges. They gave up a lot of goals last year and on the road. Yeah, especially, but for cash games, I mean, so who's going to start for Porto at forward? Just out of all these guys, it's going to be Galeno, uh, Evan Nielsen, and probably Martinez. I mean, Evan Nielsen, 4,700, and Martinez, 4,100. Those are really good tournament plays. Um, and I mean, you could use, you know, on a different slate, if we needed money, you could use something like that in a cash game, you know, maybe you got arguably the team in the most favorable spot on the slate. So like I was looking at Porto guys, but you know, these aren't like normal cash game guys, you know, guys that you would target in cash games normally. Right. You got these really cheap forwards who are pretty high in the goal odds here. Evanese and Martinez are up there plus 135 each, but it doesn't seem like Otavio is going to start. So that's kind of why a guy like Martinez is projected to start. Oh, Uh, sorry. I was going to say, I think Otavio is going to start. Did you hear something different? Uh, I mean, he, he left injured last week and yeah, it was like, he, he got hit in the, the ribs. Like yeah. he's, he should, I think he's okay. Uh, okay. I, mean, I didn't, try? I didn't hear anything today, but I think he would, I think he will start, but. Okay. All and right. I, I just say that because it's important. Like he takes at least half the set pieces. Right. Uh, so yeah, you definitely keep an eye out for the Porto lineup uh, for sure. I'm seeing that oh, he's, okay, so the, here's, he's supposed to be out until after the international break. Oh, really? Yes, that's what I'm reading. That's weird because I saw him in like other projected lineups too, and I read something like that he was okay. But okay, so let's just say Otavio's out then. All right. Um, I'm re- yeah, go, go. I'm reading through this uh, Portuguese newspaper. I'll have something yeah. for you. No, I, I okay. I it seems like you're probably right. I didn't look too much into it. I I was more just guessing. So, anyways, do we like do we know who's going to take the sets for for Porto? Then it would be Gustavio. Uh, yeah, it would be him and some. And I would assume he would split with somebody. Um, I don't know. Just Otavio just always plays and always takes them. So. Right. We'd have to try to look back and see, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so forward, I mean, this just tells you that forward is can kind of be the last position you go to for cash games. I think just kind of uh, put in whatever works. <laughs> put in whatever works. Yeah. I mean, At the end, you know, once you a- have the midfielders, like, well, let's get to midfield. Like we know which defenders we want. So then after that, pick out which midfielders you think are the best plays. And then after that, see what forwards you can afford. That's like, that's where I'll start. And then, you know, when lineups come out and if some forward, you know, looks like pretty good, like in in a better spot or, you know, someone that, I don't know, we didn't mention for whatever reason, then, then play that guy. But at least as of now, no one's like standing out as a guy that you should jam in there. I mean, what do you think? No, uh, we got Pedri at 5,000. Is he worth considering at 5,000 at Bayern? 
No, you just play Porto guys. Okay. If you're in that range, you just play a port. Just play Evan Nielsen. Okay. Um, any thought to like Marseille guys? We have Alexis Sanchez at sixty two hundred if he starts. Yeah. So Luis that, San- Suarez is fifty seven hundred. So I mean, yeah that that lineup. Yeah, the that lineup is important. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, like, it depends. Like, who's going to be taking set pieces? I guess, but they're cheap. I don't know. Like, yeah, the issue with that is Payet has. It just doesn't seem like he's healthy. Uh, he's been on the bench the last two matches. I'd be surprised if he starts because it's clear that yeah something's not right with him. But uh, I'd so, be surprised uh, too. Yeah, so under actually took I believe all of the set pieces over the weekend for them, and under right, like, is I midfield think, only. Yeah, he would split with with Veritout if. Yeah, if they're both started, but yeah, or else it'd be under. So yeah, like then for Marseille forwards, like no, like I'm not, I'm not trying to play Alexis Sanchez for for more money than than a Porto guy. Right. Would you consider any Leverkusen here? How? Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, um, even though he doesn't have sets, like as a last piece, I think you could play Diaby and. In cash, like he's really cheap now. Like almost always plays ninety minutes, and like he's got a good floor uh, with without set pieces. Like I, I wouldn't mind that. Um, and this Adam Lozek, he takes set pieces when he's in there, like at least half of them. But he just never really plays more than fifty or sixty minutes. So even you know, even though he takes sets, like uh, he seems more like a tournament play still. Yeah. It seems well. He did take sets early in the season, but then Demer Bay, Demer Bay, and yeah, like if, De- if 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 he'll split with Demer Bay if 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 Demer is in there. So yeah, it's, he wouldn't have a monopoly or anything. Right. Yeah, just, there's like a lot of guys in like the six k and under range that you could consider really, and and none of them really stand out. It's kind of. Right. So yeah, like as of now, it's just the last position. Go go back to it and try to figure it out at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like Hudson Adoy is in here, fifty two hundred. I mean, even even on the Letico side, it's not like those guys are that expensive either. Like Joel Felix is fifty five hundred, and you know Leverkusen right. aren't like a lockdown team, even though it is. Just, yeah, I know. It's just like you know, Luis always says. And he's right. You just hate playing Atletico guys because yeah. they go 50, 60, 65 minutes. I mean, and you just, you just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If Tiago you know, started at 4,900. Is Tiago still forward eligible? Yes, he is. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. You could do that. If he started, he, you know, some people might say he's better than a Porto guy for the same price. I'm not sure. I don't know. I actually think Evan Nielsen's a pretty good play for forty seven hundred. Okay, it, it's just uh, this is I don't know this this is like one of the most difficult forward slates. It's a to weird slate, talk yeah. About it's a weird slate, and midfield is midfield midfield is interesting too. There's a lot of midfield only players. We can just get into that. So, are you playing? Yeah. Is is Kimmich ten k? Is he? A must in cash games. I don't think you played him last week, if if I remember correctly. No, I didn't. Um, I made I got crushed in Champions League last week. I made some mistakes, but you know, uh, 
not playing Kimmich, I'm not even sure that not, I didn't play Alexander Arnold. That was my biggest mistake. Um, but it, Kimmich now at 10 K, um, no, I don't think you need to play him. The thing is you can, um, I don't mean, I don't know. What do you think? Like it's, I think it will, all this, a lot of this depends on lineups, but I think there is like a way to not need him because there are other options that are cheaper where you could probably get, you know, the 10 point floors and then that kind of thing where I think you don't so have too. to spend yeah, up I mean, for 10K. So like, that, this is what I mean. Like I would never normally just, I would never play a 10K Kimmich here, but um, you just might be able to. And if, if, I don't know if you can play any of the midfielders you want. Do you want the one with probably the highest floor? Yeah, you you probably want him. So that that that's what makes it tough. Right. But yeah, 10K is too much. Right. It's because I mean you go down the list. We have we mentioned Ustakio, six thousand, Demer Bay, sixty two hundred, under sixty four hundred. You have these guys that are six thousand who may have a pretty they're in decent spots. And may at a minimum, it seems like all those guys are going to have at least a split role set pieces. So it's like, if you yeah, and get under points. and Demer by, yeah, they're both interesting and they're both pretty affordable. Um, I have to check, but like neither goes 90 minutes very often. And like they, they get subbed. I don't know. I think sort of early, but what I want to say is both of these guys at home and, I think both of them taking half the sets and they're also attacking and do some other things like they should have a 10 point point floor in 60 minutes. And then, and then they also have upside. So for, for that salary, yeah, like they seem like good plays. And also you never know. They also, they always could play longer. Um, so those guys are okay. This, how do you say this guy's name? You, you stick out. Stockio. Stockio. Um, I'm not like, yeah, he's fine too. Um, he's more, I, I think he's more of a defensive midfielder. Um, but you know, I don't know, I guess how he's, how they've, how he's been playing with Porto. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you look at it, if Otavio's out is probably going to be a split of set pieces between Estacchio and Uribe, both those guys, central midfielders, or at least it seems like Uribe is going to move central midfielder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, so you get split set pieces on the biggest. I mean, I'm not excited about playing any of those guys. I would have played Otavio. I guess Uribe, what is Uribe's price? He took the PK last match. He's 3,700. Yeah. He takes pens and he probably would split sets, you know, 3,700 that sure. Like that, that would be fine if you needed it. This like in that same game, then you have the Bruges guys, Scott Volson for 4,900. That's still not a bad price. Um, and then he split sets with Nielsen for, for 3,200. And 3,200 Nielsen splitting sets, like, and who probably plays 90 minutes. Like, those are guys you could use. It's just, do you need them? That's what I was saying, though. You could use them and play Kimmich. Like, if you want to play Kimmich, there's 3K guys that take set pieces. So you can. it seems like you can do that. Um, I don't know, like this, this slate leaves a lot of different constructions like right. possible. So I was led to believe that Ustakio was going to be on at least half set pieces, but I just looked at their match over the weekend. 
Ustakio didn't take any. Uribe didn't take any. Uh, this is only corners. Uh, Galeno took one. Teremi took one. Martinez took one. Uh, Joe Mario at right back took one. And then a couple guys off the bench each took one. They had nine right. corners. That's uh, what I was waiting for. I'll, I'll check. I will check a couple other matches too. But okay, if Galeno like takes any corners, then I would just play Galeno in cash. Mm-hmm. Um, new signing. Good. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we were playing him for Braga last year. You probably remember him at Braga last year. Uh, he's got a floor even without sets, but if you add sets in there and he's got upside. So yeah, I'd be fine with Galeno and cash if that's the case. Okay. Yeah. He pretty much tore up Europa league group stages. He had six yeah. goals in six matches. Yeah. He's like, he's the type of player you want to roster. So if you just add a few sets in there, then yeah, I'll look to him in cash games. If if there are sets, but yeah, but I mean, there might, I mean, you said that. So, um, I mean, he I took mean, one corner out of last nine. Game. That's what happened last game without Ota- Otavio, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, over the weekend, yeah. I mean, that's that's good enough for me. I mean, so the so those defensive midfielders didn't take any. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, why did Ustakio take? corners after Otavio was injured last week and then it, it just seems like a situation that there could be three or four guys taking corners whoever they feel like so should we bank on well that corners I would have cons- I would I was I would have considered Galeno even without sets either way okay so I, I I I do like him it's a good spot for Porto and like yeah honestly it seems like Porto always got a PK too so Uribe at 3700 is not uh yeah, but back to midfield. So then that's the thing. Like you see, you can play Kimmich if you play a three K guy. Do you yeah, want to you do, do that? The, you could do the dinky do at midfield. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that, that's why. Like, because you know, I see see a ten K Kimmich, and you're just like, well, I'm I'm not gonna play that, but but you can. can. So right. so yeah, it's it's interesting. <sighs> yeah, I guess that, it kind of opens it up if you. I guess that's what is that the Jorginho spot kind of. So. Yeah, I mean, so this is tough. Like, is the I don't even know if there's a right answer. You you have to decide if Demer by or under or both. Like, if they're good enough, if they're good enough, basically. I mean, um, it really. I don't think there's a clear cut 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 answer. To be honest, no. This the slate is something else. Like, if Payet starts, then under is out of the is off the table. Completely, yeah. So the, the, this is just the situation we have to deal with. We just don't know. Like we say, okay, we like under, we like Demerbay, but you know, what I, if the I, lineups you know, are different? I'm looking more. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I'm just, just I was just been playing with the lineups a little bit. I, Kimmich is pretty easy to afford. So like, I, I keep, I, I end up keep being able to afford him in cash games. So I don't know. I guess at right now I'm kind of leaning that way. I, th- I, th- I mean, I think that's just uh, how it works because you, even though we go with the Liverpool fullbacks, they're not 8K. They're not 7 plus K. Right. They're, These Liverpool they're... guys are so cheap. And, and with Robertson out, I mean, they're extra safe. Um, they didn't play over the weekend either. So right. it seems like there's going to be a 90 for both of them. So, and you, yeah, you should be having to pay eight K for, for each of them. 
Um, so, you know, you save money there, you save money with these three K mids, and then you have Kimmich, uh, who's, you know, basically for sure going to play 90 and for sure going to take most of the corners. Uh, yeah, it just seems the safest. Yeah. I think that's kind of what we're left with. Um, at least, at least now without knowing what the actual lineups look like. Right. Something could change where maybe our minds will change and, you know, some 6K guy, 5K guy is going to have an exclusive role in set pieces or something, but right. we can't we can't project that, obviously. So uh, anything else? Just, I mean, it stand out in terms of midfield. It's, uh, I mean, we mentioned pretty much possible set piece takers. I mean, you can look at. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, we didn't, we haven't mentioned, uh, um, anyone from Eintracht Frankfurt, um, you know, they just, their set piece situation, it, it's, it's spread around and it's all the guys who take them all get subbed and you know, that they're playing on the road. So you know, I'm not even considering any of those guys for cash games. Mm-mm. Um, you know, we mentioned Atletico, Bruges. Yeah, no, I think that's it. It's uh yeah we'll we'll go back around and, and talk more like tournament style right here, like but. yeah we can talk about the other games I guess we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, uh, I mean, let's just go with the, the, the defender here and then kind of talk overall on the slate. Okay. So we got we got TA and Simikas. If you don't want to spend down on one of those guys, is there anyone else considering in this high end? Like um, Nuno Tavares? Yeah. Like he would be the one, but you just you would never do it in cash games, you know. Um, UEFA is actually projecting that Marcos Alonso starts. Would you would you play him at six K? <laughs> no way. <laughs> not not uh not a way to Bayern. 
Um, Frimpong has played on the wing, the attacking wing, previously. If he did that at 5,000, is that consideration here? Yeah, but not over the Liverpool guys. Um, yeah, for I me, guess it these was Liverpool, the last. I mean, for me, these Liverpool guys are just such such an easy play. Um, like, look, you've mentioned we mentioned that they're underpriced and just they're good plays in general. But there's 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 not much else. You mentioned Taveras, Marcus Alonso, Frimpong. <laughs> I mean, no, no, it's just okay. This, yeah, to me, like. It's this is clear. an easy. This is an easy edge to take. Like this is an easy edge to take. All of my lineups will have Alexander Arnold and Simi Cus. All of my tournament lineups. I mean, I would never even think of not playing one of them. I would maybe play three defenders. That's definitely in play because some of these guys are good plays. Like you mentioned, we got guys playing on the wings. We got guys who score goals. Um, uh, yeah, Nuno Tavares has been in really good form, and that's a decent matchup. And Frimpong, too. And Leverkusen might have Bakker on the other wing. Um, so, you know, I'll, these guys are in play for, for tournaments for sure, but I'm never playing any of them ahead of these Liverpool guys. I will say... Uh, sorry, I, let me let me clarify that. This is just for the strategy that I'm doing, but because, yeah. like, for tournaments, okay. They're fadeable in tournaments because because... There's crazy prices in the Liverpool Ajax game and in the Barca Bayern game, and those games have the highest totals. So, if you're like trying to get multiple pieces from those games, then yes, you can absolutely fade uh, one of those Liverpool guys. You know, could one of those Liverpool guys score seven points for sure? Um, and you know, you might you would need the salary if you're. So for tournaments, yeah, I could see it. For cash games, you just play both of them. But yeah, what, what were you gonna say? I think the third, my third choice in cash games is, I mean, I mean, I guess this could even be utility. So you got Joao Mario at thirty four hundred. He started at right back over the weekend for Porto, and as I said, he took three corners. He took more, two more corners and anyone else on the team so that has to mean something if he starts oh yeah that means something for sure uh at 3400 as the biggest favorite on set pieces like he may if he's in there i mean he may even be like a utility spot at 3400 where you go yeah defenders yeah definitely i i for some reason i thought thought i heard you say all those porto guys took one corner all of them took one but mario took three yeah yeah no that's 3400 home to bruges I mean, that's a great spot. I mean, so yeah, okay. Okay, so that makes it, you know, that makes it more, you can fade these Liverpool guys easier when you have a good play like that. Um, But for cash games, yeah, I might try to roster all three of them. I agree with you. Of note, I don't think he, uh, he hasn't gone a full 90 many times. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I should have checked. It's, been sort of a bit i got a late start to the day but yeah i i, I would normally check it, see how long these guys have been playing like this season you can go check all the games and yeah i don't know if i see a guy like that that it hasn't played longer than 60 or you know gets subbed at half a lot or i don't know right mario went 60 over the weekend so yeah you know he is 3400 but yeah, 
uh, like he wasn't starting before. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Uh, there may it may have been a fitness thing. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with Porto throughout the season. May not maybe a fitness thing where he's he's slowly getting worked up, but or yeah, he's just I'm... maybe only going sixty minutes. Yeah, um, sorry, I'm. Yeah, I mean these Porto defenders are fairly cheap, so I mean we'll we'll have a look at it. Like we've. We've played uh, Zaidu Sanusi in the past, and now you know they're big, the biggest favorite. He's a fullback at 4K, so like these guys aren't—they're at least possibilities. Uh, it's not like—I feel like Sanusi should probably be like 5K, given that they're you know the biggest favorite on the slate. Yeah, sorry, I was just checking out this John Mario a little bit. Um, it seems like he's a like pretty good prospect, actually. He's only 22. They got him valued pretty high. Um, he played mm-hmm. 90 minutes a couple times earlier in the season. I mean, he's only started twice. He had two assists in one of these other matches. But, no, like, yeah, seems like a pretty good player, actually. So, yeah, like, a slight bump to, to Ja Mario. Yeah, definitely. I, I, will, I will play him if he starts. Like, he, he looks good. What, what were you saying? Sanusi, he's... Yeah, he's relatively cheap as well. I, I like this Porto game for tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, pe- people will definitely play Porto guys because these all prices are cheap all around. But, but they won't, I don't know, not, not as much as, as it should be owned. This, it won't be as owned as, as much as it should be, I don't think. Well, yeah, well probably not because we did, we did, I think the same thing happened last Tuesday and – Whoever, I can't even remember last Tuesday. I, I don't know, but there, there's two smaller teams that were the big favorites, and it was like, uh, what the usual suspects really. It was like Mbappe broke the slate, kind of. He he won the slate, and mm-hmm. another big team. So it was like, okay, we have a smaller team like Porto here. They will, they will have, you know, some ownership and that kind of thing, but. I still think the bigger names will be more popular. Yeah, I do too. And and this slate's not quite not quite like those last ones that had obvious spots, but mm-hmm. just in general about these Champions League slates, I've been I've been shocked at at some of the at the ownership in tournaments. Like it's actually it's going to change the way I play Champions League tournaments like quite quite differently from Premier League. And what I mean is I can't believe how low owned some of these guys were. I mean, everyone is playing the same players. Seriously, everyone's like playing the same lineups now in 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 these tournaments. Like everyone keeps getting better, you know. That's because everyone's watching the show. Right. It's and it's the you know, there's it's this show, there's other content too. But yeah, just everyone's like doing the same thing. And what I mean is like um Richarlison was like three percent. Sun was 7%. Diaby was 1.5%. You know, he didn't score, but these are guys that could, could score two goals. Zielinski, 1.5%. You know, he scored like 30-some. Um, and these are just a few guys. And then the slates before, there was a sl- the slate before that too. Um, I, for- I forgot who won it for people, but I can't believe the guys I'm seeing that are 3 4 5%. Guys that can score hat tricks and that will score hat tricks in the Champs League because of how how unpredictable is and how, you know, crazy some of the games are. We see so many goals and just everybody ends up playing the same spots because we get these spots where 
big teams play small teams and they have such high implied totals and you know everyone thinks they're just for sure going to score six goals and those slates are going to come up a lot and for tournaments yeah we'll, we'll talk about that you know when, when we see the, the next time a slate's like that but that's the way I'm thinking for these Champions League slates for tournaments. Like you're looking for lower, low owned guys to, to score goals. So in that sense, I guess, who do you think is going to be like the lowest owned team? I mean, just looking at the odds here, you got to think the Liverpool forwards are going to be plenty popular uh, just because, I mean, they're, they're cheaper than, you know, the Bayern Munich Barcelona top guys are. So you got to think Salah is going to be up there. Yeah. I mean, how how much is what just happened to him? You know, the loss that's fresh in everyone's mind. Is that gonna is that gonna have any effect? Do you think people are gonna look at that? Okay, Liverpool suck right now, so I don't trust them. Yeah, I think for some people, I think I think that's sort of where you start. Like, I don't know, do I trust Liverpool? But then, like you mentioned, you see those price tags: nine k for Salah and eight eight for Nunes, and you see the total. Uh, and yeah, people are going to play those guys. So yeah, I think the Liverpool guys are going to be popular. Um, I think the Barca Bayern game, of course, will be targeted with those names, you know, uh, Sané, uh, Mane is a good price. Uh, Rafinha is a good price on the other side. People will, I'm sure play Lewandowski just because he's Lewandowski and because you'll be able to with some of the cheap value we have on this slate. Um, so yeah, people will definitely target those games. Um, it's unfortunate this Rangers Napoli game isn't on the slate anymore, but what, you know, where, where are people going to go after that? Then people will go to Porto. Porto will be in there too. So, mm -hmm. you know, just because it's a great matchup, they have a two implied total. So I would say those are like the three, the three spots for tournaments that people will look for first. Um, so then that would mean Marseille could be interesting um Leverkusen could be interesting I mean I think I guess it's pretty close but I was gonna say I think Leverkusen should be favored but it's it, it's basically even so yeah we're yeah we're on the same page like I I I worry about Atletico in these away Champions League group stage <laughs> matches sometimes I mean they can play pretty bad at times right they they uh they can get dominated at times so yeah I'm looking at Leverkusen for sure yeah I, I think some people at least just in terms of what I think of Atletico Madrid this isn't while they you know it's the same manager they play similar I don't think they're as good as you know the team what four or five years ago right like, they just don't seem as good as That's not, together. it's not the same team no it, like they've kind of it's just not the same so it's a good point because it's a team that you know, I used to not target. I used to not want to target, you know, Atletico when they were that team, but they're not really anymore. And you can target uh, teams like Leverkusen against them here at, at low ownership. So, yeah, I like that spot. Yeah, I say that, and then I'm just looking at just like some previous results, and I guess they haven't been terrible uh well of course but, i mean they're, yeah you know, they're still a good team they're but, one of the better teams in the world mm -hmm. they're just they just don't have an elite defense like they used to at least consistent they mm -hmm. used to be you know a consistent shutdown team you know a lot of clean sheets and teams rarely scored more than one goal 
but yeah, now, now I don't know. It's more my, inconsistent now. My main worry is just if you look at if you look at these matches, the Marseille match, the Leverkusen match, is that the implied goal total is lower on these ones, and I like I do think those games are going to be more defensive. Marseille has been playing pretty defensive this season, and Frankfurt. Their me too. Attack yeah, is no, me too. Very inconsistent, and this is why you'll get the single-digit ownership on mm-hmm. some of the guys. So you're right; the spots aren't as good. They do have lower totals, and the guys aren't going to be—they're uh, not going to be good plays for you. But someone else uh, all score. the time. But sometimes they will be. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's still possible for for guys in that game to score two goals. And that's how Ryan makes his money. So. Right, you know, yeah. when based off the statement I just made, that's how Ryan makes his money. No, you you're right though. Like, sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. But no, I mean that's how that's kind of how everything one thinks. That's just you know, this has a lower implied total, less popular team, supposed to be more defensive games. But what yeah, if, I mean, you're what looking if one guy for... gets a brace in that game, right? And that that is how you make your money. It's not going to happen often, but when it does. You win the tournament, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that, who is like, who do you think is going to be the least popular Liverpool player? Like if we get Jota starting at 6K, he, he'll probably be really popular. Do you think it will be like Salah, Jota, or even Salah, Nunez? Do you think Diaz? It kind of seems like in these recent Liverpool slates, like Diaz has kind of been less popular than I think he should be just because... He's not Salah, and he's still kind of expensive, I guess. Yep. No, I think you're right. I didn't even notice that Jota was only 6K. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would make him, obviously, relatively popular. Diaz would be the least popular. You're right. Salah, always going to be popular, especially when he's only 9K. And then, yeah, people really like playing Nunes now. He's just a he's a good fantasy player, and he plays center forward, you know, sort of better and different than Firmino does. So yeah, mm. pe- people, people like to go there. Um, so yeah, Diaz, I think. And of course Diaz is a great, a great tournament play too, especially if he's cheaper than, or sorry, less popular than the other ones. Is anyone staying? Well, yeah, you, you get Porto as the biggest favorite. It just makes it kind of difficult just because everyone's cheap except for Galeno here. Uh, at 7,400. So it's like, how many Porto guys do you want? Just for tournaments here. Like, how many Porto guys is too many? If you get three guys, is that, you know, you're kind of at this spot. Like, how many goals do we think Porto can score? I think three is, I think three is fine. I mean, two is probably, like, two seems ideal to me. But I think three is fine. Like, even they only need to score two goals for for three Porto players to be optimal. Um, and they're so, they're so cheap. Um, at least most of them are. Who would you, who, since we have all the cheap guys here at Porto, what would be the guy you want to spend up on in tournaments? Just uh, from all the teams or from, I'm just thinking on the like, whole slate? If, you're, if you're putting together a Porto stack. Yeah. On the whole oh, slate. Then who do I, because you're going to have money to spend elsewhere. So right. where would you want to spend this money? Well, I mean, I guess whoever 
whoever you want to play. I mean, I guess, are you asking me who, who, who I'm going to play, who Who's, I want to play in this? Yeah, range? Who is your favorite expensive player on this slate? Okay. Um, I know that's like a general question, but. Well, no. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, you, the expensive players are like Lewandowski, Todd. Yeah. Dembele. Okay. I think one, of, I think one of the best, you know, I think one of the best ones is Sané. I, I would have some Sané. I think Bayern, Bayern have taught Barcelona some lessons over the years and they get up for these games and I still don't trust this Barcelona team and just Bayern just Bayern can bang the goals in and they always do it against Barcelona and Sané. Um, now that Coleman's out, I mean, it doesn't do much, but it does make Sané like a little bit more of like the main man from like an attacking and playmaking point of view. He takes direct free kicks. Um, he scores a ton of different goals. So like I look at this and like he'll probably, I don't know about this. I could be wrong about this. I was just going to say he'll be maybe less popular than, than Salah and Nunez. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe people are, I don't know. Everyone's doing the same things now, like I said, but yeah, I like Sané. If I had okay. to pick one in the expensive range. Yeah, just speaking of that match, like we could have Musiala in the starting 11, 6,300, because Coleman's out. So here's another guy kind of like Jota, who is cheaper and cheaper than all his teammates, has a chance to start uh, because Coleman is out and Gnabry has not really been starting all season. So mm-hmm. the thought is Musiala is going to be in there. So He's been in good form too, right? Scoring a... I think he's been scoring a bunch of goals recently, or at least, yeah. Um, no, I think that's my favorite game to target. So, yeah, I would like Musiala. Um, yeah, he you know, has four a, goals he scored over the weekend. Yeah, he scored over the weekend four goals already. In Yeah, he, he's only started four matches this season, four goals and an assist. Yeah, he's really talented So and, and, and cheap, at least from that game. From that game, he's cheap. Um, one of those, yeah, one of those games with the high total is probably going to have four or five goals. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I see it. Yeah, I mean, you could do, I think a popular route will be just like looking at this Bayern-Barcelona match and getting as many pieces as possible. And I guess maybe the same with that Liverpool-Ix match. Um, obviously, it's not easy to get all these high-end guys in there just because of pricing and that kind of thing, but... I wonder if doing like getting, you know, a few Porto guys and then focusing on a bar, a Bayern Munich, a, a Liverpool with your other expensive guys, just going that kind of route. Um, that seems like the route. Yeah. That seems like the, the I don't popular know. route. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Or the, I don't even know what the optimal or correct route. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you weren't playing against other people. Yeah. I agree with you. That's what, and like, that's probably what I'll do for the higher stakes, smaller field stuff. Like looking at this slate, I want to get some Porto and I want to get some Bayern or Liverpool. Um, I would assume that's how most people feel. And then, uh, you know, for the bigger tournaments, the, the main GPP and even uh, the small, the bigger, smaller ones. Um, then you try to get some low, lower owned guys in, in that, and that's in that stuff. For goalkeeper, we haven't even touched goalkeeper yet. Uh, not that it, it's a big deal here, but for some reason, Diago Costa is 6,100. Uh, he's the first guy to crack 6,000, I believe, in Champions League. 
and their clean sheet percentage is 44%. Uh, in comparison, I want to say like Benfica last week was 60% maybe, and now we have a 6,100 Porto goalkeeper. Uh, just does not seem like uh, a smart move here, but but then what – their temp, their clean sheet odds are ten percent more than anyone else in the slate. So maybe it is worth it uh, because yeah. the clean sheet odds are better. Um, yeah, so. I think uh, you you nailed it. Like it's probably too much for just those odds, but the discrepancy between him and the rest is is pretty big. So it's worth it if you can afford it. Yeah, definitely. I'm still kind of torn on how I actually think this Porto Bruges match is going to go on one side. I always seem to favor like these Portuguese sides at home. All of them seem to have a pretty good home, home crowd, home field advantage, that kind of thing. And Porto are another one of those teams who play kind of different at home. They're always usually pretty good. Uh, so I'm still just kind of like, we look at what Bruges did last season. It's like, Oh yeah, they got, they got hammered in every game, but all their games were against PSG, Man City, Leipzig. I mean, they even won at Leipzig last season. It's just, uh, I don't really have a good read of Bruges in this spot, but maybe I don't like, really either. Yeah, maybe different. Porto playing at home is kind of swaying me a little bit, but. Are you saying what in terms of what Bruges is going to show up? Are they going to like? Are they going to score against Porto? Right, that's kind of yeah, what I'm mean, getting at. I'm not yeah, I just... like 44 percent clean sheet odds or whatever it is. Uh, Bruges has a 0.85 like implied total. It was a, like yeah, those were a little better odds than I expected to see. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean Bruges had a, a little bit smaller total than I expected to see. I guess. Um, I guess yeah, I. You never know what Bruges team is going to show up. And also, another thing is, this isn't quite the same Bruges team. Maybe that's it. They don't have a lot of the players they've had in in recent years. Some of their guys are injured. Some of their guys left. Like, they used to have, you know, De Ketelaire and Noah Lang and Vormer and other guys, too, that I'm not thinking of. So, Uh, I don't know. Uh, what am I? These sport, you're right. These these Portuguese teams at home. I mean, they mm-hmm. they they sh- they win these games one nothing or two nothing. I mean, right. I mean, we just saw that. It, it, that's what it was last week. Benfica were like the biggest favorite, so it was like we got to hammer these Benfica guys, and then they all disappointed. Uh, right. Well, I mean, I think it was two nil. Right. Yeah. This this Porto game is going to end like one nothing plenty of times. You know, and it's right, and it's going to be. The goal score could be a center back. The goal score yeah. could be whoever. a rebate from the penalty spot. Right. It, I mean, it was the same situation with Benfica, except I think Benfica were bigger favorites. Everyone was heavier on them. And like all their top, top guys, David Neres, like all those guys disappointed. So, right. Maybe they'll disappoint, but that doesn't always mean like they're going to get four goals. So, all right. No, so, I, I, I agree. I think in cash games, if you don't go with that high end, you have Paulo Lopez for Marseille at 5,300. He has the second best odds, uh, clean sheet odds on the slate. And, you know, he's he's cheaper. I think he's the cheapest favorite, uh, I guess, outside of Oblak for Atletico Madrid. So Lopez, 5,300, if, like, you're in that mid-range there at goalkeeper. But really, I mean, you could go – I don't think Mignole – is like the worst thing here. Uh, no, I don't think 
I don't think any of these keepers are, yeah, out of the question. I don't think these cheap guys are the worst thing at all. Like, even in tournaments, I'm not like, oh, I need to get up so I can play Allison or, or Neuer or, yeah, like, the cheap goalies are fine. Uh, I will I will have a bunch of the cheap goalies if if, if I need it. That's for cash games. I guess cash games are that's a tough one. Like, were you like getting up to Costa? Uh, I don't know. It might be tougher now if you play the expensive defenders. Let me see. Yeah, TAA, Simikas, Kimmich, throw those guys in there. It, it just depends yeah. who you play it forward. Really, do you want? I'm just not sure like the 44% is enough to where you'd rather have him at goalkeeper than someone who is actually favored at forward kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Granted, I think you play, I think you probably play Costa and cash. Okay. Yeah. You can fit it. You can fit it pretty easily. I mean, with Kimmich, with the Liverpool guys, and that's with 3,400 Jao Mario, um, yeah, and your utility there. Yeah, like you can fit Costa. Yeah, you can fit Costa for cash. But yeah, for I, tournaments, everyone, all the goalkeepers are basically the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just because the the forwards are kind of all over the place where there's not, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a hammer guy in cash games to where this guy is going to be 50% or whatever. I think it's going to be pretty varied and... I think you can spend down a little bit and that's kind of going to give you room for Costa. Yeah. It just I depends agree. if you think that, you know, the 6,100 at 44% is, is good enough. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to think about that one probably a little too much, but. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. I just see that this guy in the chat for tournaments says he, he would target Marseille. Uh, I agree with that too. Yeah. Frankfurt haven't looked great um and then marseille uh was it against spurs last week uh yeah marseille against spurs last week um, yeah, they got the red card yeah they got the red card but they were the better team for the first 45 minutes mm-hmm. away to spurs um created some chances had more of the ball and then you feel they got a little unlucky with that red card this is one of those spots where you come back the next week at home you know, needing to put that behind you, needing to win, needing some goals. And like, yeah, they've, they've been in pretty good form. So definitely Marseille for tournaments. I'll be, I'll be looking at some of those, at some of those guys. Also uh, for Frankfurt, uh, they do not have a left back at the moment. I, I actually, is that Frankfurt I'm thinking of? I threw in Timothy Chandler because I didn't know who's actually going to start there. Uh, so they have some injuries. Lens is out, and Pellegrini just got hurt as well. He started last week's Champions League match, and I guess over the weekend. So I don't know who's going to start at left back for him. So they could have, they could be like, like a team that's kind of desperate to change formation, or put in someone we don't know at, at fullback kind of thing. Like they they started uh, the youngster Nauf uh, at right back over the weekend as well. So they've really had to go to their bench and try to change things up. And that's something to, to look at. Not, not even for like using these guys in fantasy, but just, okay. Using Marseille. Right. It's like, okay. If, if Timothy the Chandler starts, it's like he hasn't started this year or even now, like he's a guy who's pretty much played forward his, his entire short career, but just think, just things to look at when, 
you know, line, lineups come out. If you see some weird guys playing defense, that's usually not a good thing, especially away from home. So. Yeah, yeah, very good point. Yeah, I see that. Very good point. Yeah, I see Pellegrini got injured, so he's not going to be in right. Knopf will probably start it right back. Chandler hasn't played there all season. Yeah, good point. Yeah, but I don't know. We, we've jumped around – we jumped around pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. Show. You know, it was a weird slate. You know, we, right. we got to talk through it. And I, I was a little underprepared after a, a long night last night. Um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, still, I think we, I think we got through it. Yeah, I think we, we pinpointed who or what the. It's a tricky slate. There's a lot be. of stuff that's just not clear cut. So you think there's going to be goals in this Bayern Munich Barcelona match? I don't know, unless Barca are a lot better. You know, you know, Barca weren't that great the last couple of years. Maybe, yeah. maybe they have a different plan now. Maybe, maybe Xavi has got them playing much better. But yeah, I mean, I lean towards there being goals. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, let's. What do we do here if we think there's going to be goals in this match, but that match is also going to be most popular? Mm, yeah it's a good question um is there like there isn't really like one guy that stands out who's not going to be as popular as you know his teammates just in terms of both of these teams yeah um because Rafinha's cheap so he'll he'll probably get looks no matter what like Lewandowski I guess Lewandowski won't be that popular do you think Muller probably maybe Muller wouldn't be that popular yeah, guess, but he's only 7-3. A... Yeah, Lewandowski, that's one where I wish I knew the ownership, but, I mean, I never I, – I probably won't play Lewandowski in this spot. He no, needs multiple goals just... at that salary. He needs multiple goals at that salary. Of course he can do it, but uh, I don't like him to score multiple goals. I don't know. Do you think he's going to be nervous at all, or is he just going to be pumped up to play – you know, at his own home, old home stadium. That's an interesting question. <laughs> um, That's something it is. That, it is. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Like I, we don't know his personality. Right. So I was just going to say, I, I don't know. the I don't know the guy like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we, we don't know like what, what his mindset's going to be, but I mean, you know, he's the top scorer of, a lot of things. So you, you think he's not going to have a problem with nerves, but you know, he's at Bayern Munich for a long time and, and he left him. So he either just hates him. He's going to bring that, the energy into scoring goals, or he's going to be, you know, I don't know, a little nervous. There's going to be some nerves there at the beginning and he's not getting touches kind of a thing. Not to mention you got all his old teammates playing him. So, all right, that's all we got. Unless you have any other thoughts, we're, we're just diving deep into these matchups, and I'm not sure I mean, if I got is, any further here. Like, I haven't, I haven't watched any Marseille this year, but how is Guendouzi playing attacking midfield? I don't he know. He has been, and we got him projected there. Has he been doing well? I mean, he must be cheap, right? Yeah, I thought it was a mistake when when I saw. Now he's that been there. playing there. I, I know he's been playing there. I just look at that, 3,900. I mean. And look at Alexis Sanchez going to start at center forward, 6,200. I mean, these are, yeah, these are tournament plays here. That guy in the chat is is spot on. Um, when Ducey has two shots on target all season. He had three in last Champions League game, didn't he? 
uh, well, three shots, but yeah. Oh, on target, on target. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't care about that. He 3,900, he can get an assist. I saw him score goals for Arsenal, so I know he can score goals for... Did you? For, he scored a couple. What, in cup play? Um, he was a defensive <laughs> midfielder back then. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing any goals in the stat page. <laughs> it was in a cup game. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm saying he scored one in a cup game, I, I, I swear. All right, I believe uh, it. And then these, yeah, like I mentioned Diaby, but Patrick Schick, um, these Leverkusen guys. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I'm going to do for tournaments. And then pick, pick you know, my, my quote-unquote favorite from Liverpool and uh, Bayern and Porto and, yeah. All right, there we go. All right, uh, that's all we got. Rotoware.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial. Uh, you can get this cheat sheet that I've been using. Uh, as a as a note, this Napoli Rangers game is going to keep reappearing. I have to manually manually delete it uh, because it is on the DraftKings slate. The robot who makes the cheat sheet is going to continually add that game. So even though it's there, it will be there at times. Uh, that game is Wednesday, so it will not count for your DraftKings lineup. So just as a uh, warning, as you look at the cheat sheet, but Ryan. You can find him at Ryan Belangi. I'm at Roto's Droik uh, for Wednesday's show. I don't know what's going on. We'll see what happens. That one's always a toss-up. Uh, probably do it Tuesday at some point. We'll see what happens. But no matter what, we're going to have a show. Someone will be here talking about the slate, and Ryan will have an article. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, just to, just to finish it off, um, Guendouzi scored in the Europa League against against. Azerbaijani powerhouse Karabag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, good luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah, good luck, everyone. <laughs> everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.